2: This is The Drive with A.D. and Raf on 93.7 The Ticket
0: and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we're back again. This is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. It is Monday. Also, just wanted to throw a huge shout out due to the weather today, the Martin Luther King Jr. Youth Rally. They're not doing it in person, so I'm guessing it'll probably be some video stuff, but just all the hard work that they've done—it stinks. To the weather kind of put a kibosh on that, but just big thanks to everyone that goes to putting that together.
2: Yeah, Pete Ferguson has spearheaded that. I believe the past twenty-plus years—I think it's twenty-four years, give or take—that he has spearheaded that. So again, uh, we joke and stuff about sports with Pete, and but uh, this is more important—way more important—the impact that Pete and uh, has had on so many people, uh, old and young alike, uh, across this state, particularly here in Lincoln, uh, with the youth rally um uh, they would march at times the late leola bullock uh was a huge part of that as well and pete really just took over the range 20 plus years ago man has ran with it uh so again and uh, it is martin luther king day and um um just that you know just the impact that he's had i mean you look at first of all you look at the studio right now i mean you, you look at the very diversity of our studio and it's because of the work uh, of martin luther king and his contemporaries over the years so again celebrating uh um uh his holiday today uh, the man he is, man he was, and um, and just society today as a result of that, of all the hard work. And so, Pete, again, a big shout out to you and to everyone out there uh, that's paying homage uh, to MLK today. Uh, it was de- definitely one of my heroes, a person that a uh, ton of books on MLK that I've read over the years. In fact, it's got a, a new one. I got about a month and a half ago. It's, it just says King, and it's a big one. I mean, It's about a four hundred pages. So it's going to be is a that the big lettering or the small
0: lettering? That, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah, yeah, That's a lot of reading. Four hundred pages, twenty eight point font. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big. A, the page.
2: So definitely homage to uh to MLK and to uh, again to Pete Ferguson the MLK rally. So uh, on that, and you can look up them up if you go to Pete's uh, uh Twitter handle too, was it B um. VHS B- B- P- Productions. BHS Productions on Twitter. Where you just type in Pete Ferguson. You'll see it. But BHS Productions, uh, Pete always puts a lot of information uh, about the MLK Rally and just backgrounds about it. It'll be footy- video footage, et cetera. So I would definitely appreciate you doing that uh, for sure. Well, I'll tell you what. Something that was not comfortable this weekend, y'all, uh, along with the weather. Man, the Husker men went to Iowa and laid an egg. Yeah, it was not. Not a great performance no. by the men.
3: And you... you- it was something that did you expect it, I didn't expect it, but I was worried about it because the high that they had coming off of beating Purdue at home and then going and the so this is the combination. Going on the road to Iowa, the winter storm making it so that not a lot of people can show up to the arena. Mm-hmm. So you go from playing in front of a packed, yeah, a packed crowd cheering number for one you, team. going against the number one team with all that juice, to then going on the road to Iowa City, playing in front of I don't know how many people were in the state in the arena. Like three thousand. I don't know how many. Just it was very. It was it pretty empty. Bank. It was pretty <laughs> empty, and they're yeah. cheering against you. So it's that bring your own juice mentality, mm-hmm. but also maybe your body's a little depleted because you got up so much for Purdue a couple of days later, and you're just kind of drained. I was again wasn't expecting this,
2: mm-hmm. but I was expecting like a little bit of a letdown. You know what, Ralph? You know you go into the game. Uh, you're playing against like Rico mentioned. You're going into uh, an arena it's not going to be anything like pinnacle bank uh a team at the time that was uh 10 and 6 i believe what iowa's record was or uh 9 and 6 at the time actually and you're thinking okay how do you get up for a game like that
0: were you expecting this uh unfortunately i was because nebraska's been this way if you look at the entire season they've kind of been this way where they they play really good and then you think okay here we go and then it's kind of a letdown even Oh, back, it's been about a month ago. I forgot what game it was. They were down 14 at halftime. They came back and they won the game, but they did not look good that night. And Mm then they were just coming off, I believe it was the game against Kansas State or whatever, the week prior. Mm -hmm. So then it feels like, they had, they'll, they'll play good, let down, play good, mm-hmm. let down. They might still win the game, but you're saying, oh, they didn't really play, play as well. South
2: Dakota State. They were down at 14. Was that South Dakota State earlier this year? No, it was yeah, North Dakota State. North Dakota State. Not State. North, North, North Dakota. Dakota.
0: But yep. they came back and won the game, which, you know, that's good. But you're still, you walk out of there with kind of that taste in your mouth. You're like, ooh, that wasn't a great performance. So then they go, they beat Purdue, they play great. And then you're thinking to yourself, okay, and this is where they can go on a run. But you also have that. Or they're gonna, you know, do the Nebraska thing and come out and not play as well the next week. So I guarantee I pro- I'll guarantee you who, who they who they got next. Who's Rutgers it? at Rutgers. Rutgers, Rutgers. at Rutgers. And that's look, that's I mean, the place to play regardless. I'm going yeah. there, they will play good against Rutgers. Well, here's
2: the deal, the deal guys. You know, you look about rap, you talked about that game where they were down 14 against North Dakota, came back and won. I go back to where they just stifled Indiana. Mm-hmm. I mean, just manhandled them with just uh, with a lot of tenacity, a lot of defense. I mean, they were just very disruptive. And then they go to Wisconsin and get blown out. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's that it's that pattern. This team,
0: they're still great. They're still they're still a good team. I still they're got a team for this team. It is inconsistent. That, that, it's, and I'm not sure if maybe like the team, the team psychologists, if that's something they can work with them on. Because I don't know, it just feels like it's just always that this you team don't know.
2: is still learning. Yeah. I mean, you, you knock off uh, the number one team in the country uh, at home, a week ago from tomorrow, in fact. We could go tomorrow. You knock off the number one team in Purdue. And good teams, though, they don't have hiccups like this. Exactly. You know, maybe occasionally, but this is a pattern well, for a Nebraska team, basketball. The, the hiccups you know, still win. Yeah, they still win. Yeah, yeah they get themselves together. They, they find themselves struggling. It's kind of like, uh, okay, let's get it together. Yeah, this isn't us. Yeah, this isn't us. Let's go back to who we are. Yep. And, I, and quite honestly, Nebraska, right, this, this team Getting midway through the season, is trying to find out who they are. Yep. How do you finish games? How do you step up and beat inferior opponents? Mm-hmm. You can't. You don't lose games like this. Now, Rico, you said something a few weeks. Uh, I think it was about a week ago on, on you guys' show, uh, the water cooler to a happy hour. You mentioned that. Um. Um. Oh, Dadgummit! These wins. You you don't lose these at home though. Now, granted, yeah. at the end of the season, well, this. I mean, you, you obviously didn't want to lose to Iowa, mm-hmm. but it's not as worse losing to Iowa at home. Yeah. A no. team that you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not saying it's not important because it is important, but they got to come back. They got to go with Rutgers and beat Rutgers. Rutgers, I believe right now, it's like nine and eight, I believe what the record is right now. Uh, Rutgers men. uh, Yeah, they're nine and eight right now because they have got blown out uh, by Michigan State last week.
3: It's two teams who were really solid last year and are still trying to find themselves this year. Kind of, I mean, kind of like Nebraska was in that game, but Mm -hmm. it's, these are the games that, at the end of – when it comes towards uh, Selection Sunday, yeah. the committee's looking at this like, yeah, they have a win against Purdue, but they also have this loss that they followed up with this loss against Iowa. Yeah. They have this blowout loss to Creighton. Yeah, they beat Indiana. Yeah, they beat Kansas State, but they also got blown out – or they also you know lost on the road to Minnesota. They lost yeah. on the road to Wisconsin. Well, they keep following up these really good wins with these pretty bad losses. losses. Well, the it's way I look because... at
0: it here is if they, if they do it, what they're doing, I think they're still in good shape. They'll be in good shape if they mm-hmm. if they continue that pattern. But what, where I'm at is I'm like, they they might be leaving something really special on the table mm-hmm. if they can somehow get that those hiccups out of there, and then that's where you know the selection Sunday. Instead of like we're sitting at oh maybe we can be a bubble team maybe we can get in, whereas one like maybe they can get like a fifth, sixth, seventh seed something right. like that. So right. that that's that consistency because I, I said it after the after the Purdue game I go. If Nebraska holds court at home and they win, they win all their games at home, they'll probably be a tournament team. Mm-hmm. But now if they can you know, pick some of these games off on the road, then that's when you're going to have that special season. It's right. going to be even better than what it could be.
3: And the tough part is when, you're, when you go down by as much as they did, you expend all that energy to get back into mm-hmm. the game. And then once it gets down to crunch time, you, you don't have any energy left. And something that that's really infuriating, I know it bothers Husker fans a lot, is the defensive intensity was just non-existent yeah the right. rotations were non-existent mm-hmm. they, they're leaving shooters open and they have so much time because nobody nobody is making the effort to get around a screen or just even go out there to to semi-contest a shot and you're giving up all of these shots and and the defensive intensity is something that regardless whether you're on the road in front of a thousand people whether mm-hmm. you're at home in front of thirteen thousand people that is something you can control. Right. You can control how, how aggressive you get on defense, how much effort you put into the defensive side. You can't mm-hmm. control if the ball's going through the hoop, which it wasn't really against Iowa. But if you're able to, to stop them defensively, I mean, Josiah Alec had probably one of his best games as a Husker in this one, and, and it just goes for not. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger.
0: I was yeah. just going to bring him up too. I think he's going to be one that I think he's going to take the reins on on that juice thing because after the game he had some he had a pretty funny interview but I just think that he's going to be that one that's going to that's going to bring that juice mm-hmm. to Nebraska and really let them know. I think mm-hmm. that's that guy that I'm going to look at. It might not he might not be the you know the court general on the court but yeah. I think he's the one that's not afraid to speak up yeah. in the locker room.
3: It's Josiah and Juan. Those are the two that you yeah. look for to to bring that energy. And then if K gets on a run, that's the type of energy that you need. But those two, Jawan and Josiah, are the guys that defensively will give you that juice or should mm-hmm. give you that juice. And offensively, they'll have a big plate. I mean, all of Josiah's dunks, Jawan getting offensive rebound putbacks, like those are the things that that get you going. And they seem like guys who are pretty outspoken. Well, Nebraska
2: drops to Iowa and Iowa City, 94-76. Um, like I said, a game that 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 definitely got away from them. It wasn't like a loss. They got it was a beatdown they took in that game. And Freeman for <laughs> Uh, Owen Freeman for Iowa went absolutely nuts uh, on the as far as three points. And just overall, the guy just played uh, unbelievable. Uh, so Nebraska takes on Rutgers, a bit of a short memory, because as you mentioned, Rico, uh, Spiscataway is a tough place to play. Rutgers always plays Nebraska tough there. The Jersey Mike Center. It's no longer the rack, which is kind of sad. Yeah, so that's going <laughs> to that's, that's be a game. Uh, Nebraska women, of course, they dropped to Minnesota yesterday. Um, they just could not get out of their own way. No. They could not get out of their own way against Minnesota yesterday. The Gophers... Uh, shot, uh, I mean, just shot lights out. And Nebraska was down 32-19 at the half mm-hmm. and then came back and got up 34-32. Uh, 30, 34 think uh, 30, no, no, it was 38-34, something like that, called a timeout. Mm-hmm. They literally limited those guys to two points, basically, in that third quarter. And then the fourth quarter, Minnesota just came back. Uh, and, with a vengeance. With a vengeance, they really did. But, you know, I, here's what I'd say about the winning team, though. They showed a lot of moxie because mm-hmm. they could have easily just said, you know what, it ain't our day.
3: This isn't mm-hmm. it. Yeah,
2: and they came back. Down 34-19 and, uh, like I said, and took the lead for a while. And then that fourth quarter, Minnesota just, like I said, they found themselves again, got hot, uh, and they end up defeating uh, the woman yesterday uh, in uh, in Minnesota. So that was a game right there, man, to where um, in Nebraska, the women, they need a win right now. Yeah, they they, 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 they need, need something. They need nope. something. They need a win to come up, up, up pretty quickly here because um, in their schedule coming up, I was trying to look on theirs as far as the ladies go. I would just had that up. But they have, let's see here, real quick. So they just dropped against Minnesota, and they have Michigan coming up on Wednesday night as well. Mm-hmm. So the men take on Rutgers uh, at six o'clock in Rutgers. The women uh, have Michigan at home, which will be a good game for them to have back here at home uh, and get back on um, uh, uh, the winning streak. Yeah. Hopefully, here again, I mean-
3: a pretty uncharacteristic first half for the women because when you look at when you look at the stats, um, the bench had like four points. And with Nebraska's women, that's a that is a massive strength of them right. as their bench. So to to hold Nebraska's bench to to you know four two points whatever it was, mm-hmm. um, that was a big big great job defensively by Minnesota, and that was something that they had to overcome. Ended up overcoming it for a little bit there in mm-hmm. that third quarter, but then again, it was kind of like the men. You used all of that energy to get back, yeah, and then you had nothing going for nothing you down left. the stretch. And also, you know, a couple of a, a couple of questionable foul calls. Alexis Markowski mm-hmm. gets <laughs> called for a for a. uh charge on a play that was under the old rules was a block under the new rules was definitely a block um and you know she's what two time all big 10
2: and they still you know don't want to don't want to give her the call right the husker woman man i've had the same kind of
0: the same pattern as the Husker yeah. men's basketball team so. i was just gonna say it kind of like not just the men it's like the, the whole university like yeah Last weekend we were riding high, everybody yeah. was winning, and then the next weekend, you know, we had wrestling that dropped to Iowa, and you like, know, what is happening? You're like, <laughs> we're like, I thought we, got, got, thought we we're on a, on the rise. we were but, finally getting it right. So next weekend will be a rise weekend. So it'll be a good weekend next weekend. Yeah, so Nebraska's so, got a tough four game stretch. They going do, ahead.
3: man. They, they got, do. They got Michigan coming to town. They're twelve and five. They go on the road to Penn State, who's eleven and five, At and then Iowa. they go to Iowa, who's seventeen and one. And Kaitlin Clark just had a thirty-three point yes. game, thirty-three point double double. And then they host Purdue, who's nine and seven.
2: They got. A, they got
3: that's a grind. A that's up, that's
2: tough. They got a grind coming up.
0: What well, Caitlin Clark now is she she was green light before but now that she's starting to sniff that all-time scoring record the greenest you're going to see some crazy yep. scoring out of her The greenest of like she, she is 10
3: the, of 21 for the field six of
2: 16 from three yeah, she is the green light
0: <laughs> yes that's
2: it sanderson's question here says are husker women's basketball fans happy with amy williams this thinks is a far cry from your era. i'm happy with amy williams i have no problems with amy williams they, they've i mean this team has battled oh. every game i'm not sure i mean granted they dropped that one against minnesota uh, they beat Illinois earlier in the week. Yep. Um, obviously they had the, the tough loss to Indiana. To Indiana, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm 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 talking about you, Sanderson. You no, guys, I'm totally been, happy. With yeah, the she's Illinois.
0: been good. And then also too, I mean, you, you can't not say it. Next year, Britt Prince comes, and that's kind of like that oh, yeah. that transcendent Absolutely. player that mm-hmm. she's that 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 one piece that can that can put Nebraska over the top is like a power. Yeah, up. Nebraska.
3: Nebraska last year. Well, two years ago was a great team. Made the tournament. Yeah, uh, lost in the first round to Gonzaga. Thought they were going to have a lot coming back. They come back the next year. Start the season uh pretty good, and then they lose their 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 bulldog, the one that gets everything going, the one that keeps the engine moving, yeah. in Allison Widener. And you know the the wheels kind of fall off. But mm-hmm. you you start going down the stretch. You make the NIT, then you lose Sam Hybe. You go down to Kansas, you kind of get blown out. Uh, if you have Sam or Allison Widener, maybe that game is different. Maybe you end up winning the NIT or something, or, or you go deeper in the NIT at least. And then this year, you're excited for the season because mm-hmm. you have all your pieces coming back from last year's squad. Right. Um, you you have some really good pieces that you added uh, in that freshman class, and you have Allison Widener back. But mm-hmm. then before the season even starts, Allison Widener goes down with, with another knee injury. So I, I, this team is bigger than one person. This team is bigger than than one player. But if you add her to this rotation, if you add Allison Widener and her tenacity, her defense, her defense, her willingness to get to the rim, regardless mm-hmm. of whoever's there, that changes this team yep. a, 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 a ton. So mm-hmm. again, they're bigger than one person, but you get her back if she can be without an injury next season. Mm-hmm. You have Markowski coming back. You have Britt Prince coming back. You have this freshman class and next year's freshman class coming in. Yes, you're going to lose Jazz Shelley, and you're going to lose a couple other people. Um, but next year's team is is a oh, really yeah. exciting yeah. team.
2: I'm excited for them. Yep. Uh, unknown texture. Before we go to break, he goes also. I think he's talking to the men here. Also, their legs are tired. Had they played a game three times in three days, three times about I walk for a week. Yeah, they that team, the men's team, they've played a lot of games. Not an excuse, but it is yep. it is, it is a reality. Yeah, it is yep. reality. I mean, you can and, and again, but both of you said. A game with that much energy, that much adrenaline, and that, you know, a packed place to go to, almost like a high school environment. That's a tough one, but the great
0: teams do it. Exactly. They find Mm -hmm. a way. So you just don't, like I said, you just don't want to leave something special that, because they can be, this can be a very, very special team. It's just a matter of now they just got to get more consistent. Absolutely.
2: Folks, we're going to come back with history when we get back on January 15th. Again, paying homage to MLK Day. Again, look at BHS Productions for Pete Ferguson. He has some great information on there. Uh, Recognize him okay today. We are recognizing this all day long as well for the great contributions he's made to our world, not just United States, but to our worlds. We do appreciate that. We'll be back, folks, with history. 9.7
0: a ticket. (laughs)